This week on Last Week, we're doing our clickbait follow-up, talking about some Google news, good and bad, and talking about everyone's favorite art boy, Banksy. Just like Banksy's art, our shit's about to shred. This is Last Week on the Internet, and I'm Jake, joined by my lovely co-host, Stefan. How you doing this afternoon? Doing pretty well, man. Ready to uh, deep dive into another tech event this week. But, uh, of course, we did clickbait last week, so we got to get into those those follow-up whoa, stories. Whoa, 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 whoa. We got to get the people what they want. They want to know yeah. what games we're playing. Oh, man. And we uh, started playing they? a new game yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> like, do they want to know that? <laughs> do they want to know my shame? Oh, um, buddy. So we did both jump feet first into uh, MapleStory 2. Yeah. Last night. You can, oh. you can uh, edit that afterwards to make it sound like a cooler <laughs> game, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> I actually don't hate it. <laughs> this isn't your daddy's Maple Story, and that it annoys me so deeply. I wanted a <laughs> spiritual successor. Yeah. So here's the here's the interesting take, or the interesting uh, part about our two takes is that Jake played Maple Story one, and oh, I didn't a lot. Yeah. And, and I played it a lot, not. <laughs> yeah. So if you remember Maple Story one, it was a. Uh, 2d side-scrolling mmo and maple story 3 is a isometric uh mmo wait maple story 2 2, two is what oh. i meant to say sorry I, I wasn't sure because i don't pay attention to maple story so i thought you were about to say like this one was maple story 2 is like a prequel to one of them uh, and i was like oh my god kill no. <laughs> <laughs> but so it's it's not it's no longer that two D feel. It's it, it's still I don't know. It's weird. It's interesting. Yeah, we only play for one day. Yeah, I like the game overall so far. Um, but I'm not. I'm with you on the isometric view. Not a fan. I, I don't like it in any game particularly. I don't mind it in games where you can rotate the camera. Oh uh, yeah. Like for example, um, Don't Starve. Uh-huh. It's like isometric. Yeah. Um, but because you can shift the camera, like when you can't see something, yeah. you can just move. Um, whereas in this game, unless I didn't see the option to do this, as far as I understand, you can't rotate the camera around. So like, there's just stuff you can't see sometimes. And it's like, oh, okay. I also kind of didn't like the, well, haven't played all of it. So, but in the areas that you start with, the level design is very vertical yeah. and, uh, I don't really like that. <laughs> So it feels like you're just always needing to climb up somewhere. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so we did say we yeah. clickbaited last last time on, uh, last week on the internet. Yeah. <clears throat> we said we were going to talk a little bit more about Assassin's Creed Odyssey. But nah, fuck you. No, I'm just kidding. We're going to do that. <laughs> we'll follow through. So um, he was talking about last week about all of those sweet, sweet loot boxes. Oh, sweet, sweet um, special editions that you can get for Assassin's yeah. Creed Odyssey. Well, just in case you bought one of those special editions, you might have to buy some extra features. So people were complaining about how grindy Assassin's Creed Odyssey is. But don't worry, (laughs) Ubisoft made it very easy to make it less easy 
or less grindy, all you have to do is hand over your credit card information and just swipe for $10, you can get a permanent XP boost. Yes, that's right, a permanent XP boost in a one-player game. I love 2018. It's just a yeah. great year to cry yourself to sleep every night. And you know where that permanent XP burst or boost is located in the game. It is located right right up their assholes. (laughs) That's right. It is in the in-game store for a full-price AAA title. Yes, Um, yes. And I don't mean uh, in-game currency store. Of course, like you know, you can buy items that way. But I'm talking about a real money store. Not only a real money store, but you don't actually purchase things directly with money. You have to purchase a credit first. So they have a premium credit in a full-priced AAA title. Um, so that's fun. And uh, with that, you can, for a thousand of those sweet, sweet Helix credits, that'll run you ten buccarinos, you can buy a permanent XP boost, like Jake was saying, and that gives you 50% more experience, uh, basically meaning that you can pay more to not play the game. Yeah, so uh, fun. Yeah, Ubisoft pulled a blizzard on us and nah. decided that uh, you can buy the game, and then you can pay them even more money to not play it. Ah, um, uh, man. I can't wait for the day where I buy a game and then I can play. I can pay to just win it. Oh, wait. Yeah. They have that already. Please stop yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so instead of listening to the criticism that the game was too grindy and fixing it, they just decided to let you pay to not grind so much. So, cool, cool. And this is another one of the list of reasons that the Assassin's Creed franchise died, to me. Anyway, to really everyone. This is an Assassin's Creed. Uh, <laughs> man, I'll say it right here, and I know you'll just like, no. I was going to say that the only good Assassin's Creed is the pirate one, but that's not true. Mm. I liked certain parts of I liked two and the yeah. sequels that they had yeah i would say uh i did like them up to the pirate one and yeah. uh after the pirate one that was the how about really that we can one. say that assassin's creed hasn't been good since the pirate one mm. but i don't know if that's true either because i haven't played a, a couple of the games yeah i was gonna say i like I a couple. oh how did you yeah, yeah. do you but... also like garbage oh, <laughs> I, said that. I mean yes <laughs> <laughs> also that yeah that's um, so yeah, in case you wanted to know what other things are in the Assassin's Creed in-game real money store, uh, you can head on over, purchase yourself some Helix credits, and find other things, uh, like booster packs. Uh, you can purchase maps in the game, uh, instead of, I guess, you know, like you normally would unlock them. Uh, yeah. so you can do that. Um, you can get some, like, of course, using this XP boost, you would be able to, uh, you know, level up faster, uh, making it so that if you were to PvP against someone who was higher level than you, you can just pay more money to beat them. Uh, so yeah, I like the fact uh, that it's it's found under the Time Savers tab. Mm-hmm. Just like, hey, it's found under the Middle Finger tab. Yeah, Time Savers instead of uh, making a good game. They just mm. decided to allow. They saved time. Oh, so oh man, that's what I was about to say. I was about to say <laughs> time savers, just like they did when they were making this game. But yeah, <laughs> they uh, they didn't spend any time on the game, and you shouldn't either. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Got him. Got him. Um, Sucker. So yeah, uh, actually, I was gonna say like more things that make me angry about this game, but I don't think that would ever end. Yes. Yeah, so, well, yeah. we can just keep moving. Yeah, this game is, or Assassin's Creed as a franchise is dead to me. Um, but you know who's not dead to you? 
Switch over back to that. Yeah. Show notes. <laughs> <laughs> Had to change those tabs. Um, everyone's favorite goofsters and gasters, Ethan and Ela, are kind of back. And by kind of, I mean not really, and a lot of people are kind of angry. Um, <laughs> me included. Um, so they made a video after the uh, controversy with them releasing the ball game. I don't know if you saw that video. Nope. They like released a video about a ball game that they uh, had been developing. Not literally them, but you know, they had someone develop for them. Uh-huh. So they released like a video that was basically an ad for this ball game, and this uh, was after them coming off of like not really releasing yeah. any content. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So people weren't very happy with that because it was kind of just like, oh, you can't make videos, but you can make ads. And um, so then they released an update video. Uh, the update video wasn't necessarily what I was mad about, because the update video, I mean, granted, it's not necessarily like, uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm not so entitled that I think I deserve content from them. So, you know, like, if they can't make content for whatever reason, uh, and they go into those reasons in the video, then, I mean, that's fine. Ultimately, at the end of the day, YouTube is a f- free platform, and I think sometimes people start to get a little bit, like, uh, forgetful of that fact. Uh-huh. You know, regardless of how much you might like watching someone's content, at the end of the day, they're uploading it on YouTube and you don't have to pay any money to watch it. So, like, if they don't upload, you didn't lose anything because, like, you didn't pay for this. But anyway, yeah. um, so then they talked about making this video uh, with an AI vape, and that's where the disappointment crept its head in. Um, only because, I don't know, I know they were talking about how, like, you know they were going through a rough patch and all this other stuff but it doesn't feel the same it's not the same like h3 goofs video it also feels really short uh-huh. uh, it doesn't feel like there was a lot of effort put into it i miss the old h3 i hate the new <laughs> h3 so i mean i understand you got to keep it fresh um, when it comes to content creation especially on a platform where you're trying to stay monetized but I don't know. In, in my personal opinion, it's not that I have, you know, any hard feelings or dislike their channel at all. But um, I personally still like to go through their... Uh, they have a playlist of their older videos, like a, like in order. Yeah. And uh, that's definitely a good playlist to just go through a few times uh, every once in a while because those are like... I feel like they're the top quality goofs. It's like the, the greatest hits collection. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And speaking of taking a hit... Oh no! Um, yeah, buddy, your wallet's about to take. Well, not really, but um, uh, speaking of taking a hit, I guess if you are a salty person on the internet, you're about to take one because Nintendo all but confirmed that uh, they're going to have a hardware refresh for the Nintendo Switch coming out uh, as soon as next summer, but pretty much 2019, like any time in 2019. Um, yeah. So. Uh, the reason that people were upset about this is because the Switch has only been out for a little bit over a year now, and they were yeah. talking about a hardware refresh. Um, but I, I don't know. How do you feel about that? Uh, I don't know. People do it all the time. But like, so what? Yeah. This is just me, like the, like the basically the equivalent of like a PS4 Pro. <clears throat> um, see, that's the thing. Uh, they don't. They haven't decided whether it's going to be like the PS4 Pro or whether it's going to be like the ps4 like slim you know like uh, they come out with the first joint and then they come out with like a slimmer one it's not really an upgrade usually it's kind of the same thing it's just like less uh, fat and takes yeah. up less space and sometimes comes with a discount um of course with nintendo there will not be a discount but uh they haven't decided whether it's going to be you know actually more powerful or not and of course 
the problem with it being more powerful would run into the same issue that you have with the Xbox One X and the PlayStation 4 Pro, where you now have like a library of games for PlayStation, and then now you have a sub-library of games that only works on the PlayStation 4 Pro. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I think that I think it's because Nintendo people are not used to that because Nintendo, as far as I understand, has never really done that. Well, they do that with the two, the, the like, the 3ds. Yeah, yeah, the with the 3DS, handhelds, they the did. 2ds XL. Yeah, I should have rephrased. I meant they, with like actual console, like home console. Sorry, not that portable. is true. That is true. That is yeah. that is interesting. Actually, I didn't think about that because they've never done that with like they didn't do that with the Wii. Uh, well, they did the they did uh, release the Wii U, which was um, oh, got him a step down from the Wii. <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> So yeah, uh, some people are, like I said, upset about the timing, apparently, and then other people are upset about whether or not this is going to split the games library. Um, I personally, I don't know, I guess maybe because I've had my Switch since the beginning, I am ready for a hardware refresh, personally. So Um, you're 100% okay with just buying a new Switch? Uh, personally, yes. So we here at Last Week on the Internet are looking for a new co-host for the show. Uh, I cannot stand morally to be with this guy. You're saying the the life the life of a console should be two years. Okay, let me rephrase. I'm not saying that. I'm saying in the case of the Nintendo Switch, because of the fact that I don't think this is opinion. I think this is just fact. Uh, the Nintendo Switch, like hardware is made out of recycled diapers um i from a day one owner perspective two years is i feel like a good time to go ahead and refresh that because okay, well the hardware is trash for like normal plastic. human beings who live on this planet earth um most people <laughs> didn't buy it day one because i don't know right. if you remember uh i remember someone i can't remember someone someone on the, the podcast last week on the internet love to point out how the fact that the switch didn't have any games when it came out <clears throat> and you. yeah it was me no that was the, point. That was the goof <laughs> oh thanks <laughs> uh didn't have any games when it came out so normal people yeah. didn't buy it uh they waited to buy it till you know it had right. two games worth buying yeah. who said that and... no see i agree with that perspective as well but i feel like instead of considering how like popular it was I think you have to look at it as the lifespan of the product. Like, regardless of whether or not people cared about it when it first came out, it still existed. So it will still have been out for two years. I'm not, like I said, I don't, and it doesn't sound like they're planning on uh, replacing this one, you know? No, yeah, I I think that... Yeah, I think they're going to have both. Yeah, I think it'll Uh, just be, like, the same idea as, like, oh, it'll look better or whatever. Or it won't be made out of uh, fucking plastic they found outside in a dark garbage can. yeah. Pretty, it will pretty much like i don't know recycled it won't break if models. you sneeze on it um, yeah see know. those are my issues with the the switch uh hardware which is why i feel like i'm i am in agreement with a hardware refresh uh in the hopes that they will make it out of better materials because i mean even looking from the beginning of the switch console it's kind of, it's always kind of had issues with the like level of quality of the hardware like the bent docks people switch it's bending in half uh like joy cons getting all crackly uh the the crack going down the back of the tablet you know like 
and at two years it's it i don't think they are changing any of the manufacturing process so it's just like for someone who bought a day one switch like when you hit that two year point i don't know at that point it's probably crumbled to pieces in your hands so yeah i feel like they need to not only do that for people who have owned a switch for that long but i feel like they need to up the the quality of the hardware in general just Uh like make a better product and i feel like at two years they should have had enough time to figure out you know like what was wrong like how did we fuck this up and how can we make it better Mm -hmm. so well until um, they actually announce what the new refresh is gonna be i will hold my judgments yeah yeah there were some uh so basically I didn't link this Wall Street Journal article because they were dumb enough to think that I was going to pay to read the internet. Um, but there was some concrete details in the Wall Street Journal article about uh, a price point uh, being potentially, because it's Nintendo, so everything's potential until like the day before, uh-huh. uh, potentially being uh, $400 as opposed to the 300 yeah, the 300 yeah. of the current console. Um, and again, they were you know talking about potentially making more powerful powerful hardware but they want to keep that compatibility with you know like all games run on all of the switches which i feel like is going to end up leading to not really actually having more powerful hardware because i kind of don't see the point you know yeah but yeah i don't know i'm here for it and i'm going to cancel my other switch pre-orders I can't believe that you had them in the first place. Well, yeah, before I get disgusting. triggered by you more, let's jump into more something that I'll get even more annoyed with, which yeah. is that there is a a new easier version of the OG NES Zelda. I feel like if this wasn't on the verge, I would be reading like the Onion. Um, yeah, yeah. Because this new version of the original Legend of Zelda is called The Legend of Zelda, Living the Life of Luxury. Please mm-hmm. get out. Who taught you how to name things? Apple? Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Who taught you how to name things? Fucking Xbox? Yeah. Microsoft? Xbox One XX. The XX. Um, Microsoft so One XX. If you have your, uh, what's it, Nintendo Switch Online active, and you have the NES app, uh, they did release a few new classic games. Uh, there's NES Open, Solomon's Key, and Super Dodgeball, all games I've never heard of. And um, then they did bring, like you were just saying, it's, uh, the Legend of Zelda Living the Life of Luxury, um, kind of like, I guess, a modification, because you can still play the actual, the real one, the, the one that's made for men. Um, but effectively they kind of just like give you game shark cheats for the legend of zelda which is weird to me because i don't know it feels like um i i came to the legend like the first legend of zelda late obviously when when the nes classic came out and i kind of appreciated the fact that as a game i feel like it still holds up like in regards to a rpg difficulty Mm -hmm. um so it's kind of just like I don't really think it needs to be dumbed down and made easier. Because that, I don't know, that takes away from the charm of the game, Mm -hmm. in my personal opinion. Um, But, 
sure everyone's a weenie now so now if you um were sitting in weenie hut jr while you were listening to this episode go ahead and whip that switch out and download the weenie hut jr zelda app i'm surprised <laughs> they didn't offer a pay to win option where you could literally yeah. just put in money and get to the credits yeah. <laughs> no that's because nintendo doesn't actually care about making money they just care about not actually fully releasing products oh okay okay yeah. got him um, <laughs> so let's talk about products that did get actually released um, and in this particular case leaked a lot um, Google had their own iPhone 4 situation on their hands over the past couple of weeks or so well really stretching back further than that but um, over the past couple of weeks uh, with the Pixel 3 and Pixel 3 XL I believe only the Pixel 3 suffered from these enormous amounts of leaks but it might have been both um, so not only were there leaks from everyone's favorite boy, Evan Blass, on Twitter, thanks for the sub, um, he showed, you know, mock-ups, things like that, and not the stupid people who are just like, oh, I made this render, and like, no, 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 these were yeah. like actual, uh, mock-up leaks of what the device would actually look like, and of course, if you pay attention and follow Evan Blass, um, he does come with a certain amount of credibility, I don't personally know how he gets this information, um, but... Usually, I feel like he's got a pretty high uh, rate of success. He's got so, a good track record? Yeah, he's got a good track record. Um, so the phones in the leak look boring, and of course, fast forward to now, um, we they're out, and those were the ones. He was correct, but the crazy part is uh, a Russian YouTuber, before the event happened, a Russian YouTuber, um, whose name I cannot say, had a Pixel 3 XL and took pictures and posted them on Instagram. And I'm not sure... So I think last year, the same thing happened with the Pixel 2. Like, some Russians uh, uploaded an unboxing video online on YouTube. Uh, what's up? Like, how are they get? I don't understand how they're getting these devices early. Well, it happened this it time, too. There, there was, like, a hands-on with the Pixel 3 XL to a, yeah. a YouTube channel, a Russian YouTube mm-hmm. channel. Yeah. And it's just like, what is up? Like, what's going on in Russia that they're just like, get? how are they getting these devices? It's weird. I don't understand. Um, so then, of course, some other people found some things like marketing videos that they leaked and a, uh, an advertisement for Japan, uh, for Google Japan. Um, so, yeah, of course, all that stuff got leaked. And then everyone's favorite cell service company actually goofed it right before the announcement and uploaded, like, made live their purchase page for the Google Pixel 3 and 3XL before it was actually announced, which, of course, then definitely confirmed all of the details. Um, and then the announcement happened, and I think everyone just let out a collective sigh because we already kind of knew all of the stuff. I'm sure. I'm pretty sure some of the people actually like walked out now. Um, but yeah. So unfortunately, in my personal opinion, the Google or sorry, the Pixel Three and Pixel Three XL aren't like different from the Pixel Two and Pixel Two XL. I don't really. I don't know. There's not really, in my personal opinion, any meaningful changes. Um, especially considering with a lot of the software changes, they do apply to the previous Pixel models as well so yeah. it's not even like you gotta buy the new joint for software like you would with an apple product um, right <laughs> so yeah uh, the main obviously most controversial part about the pixel 3 xl is the fact that google decided to go with a notched 
display, much like our boys over in Cupertino. And um, people are up in arms about this for two reasons. One, because of when the iPhone 7 was announced, how much Google tried to dunk on Apple, and then ever since then has just been copying everything that they do. Um, but more importantly, the fact that the notch on the Pixel 3 XL is kind of like massive. It's like, it's not that it's wide, it's just that it's really, really deep into the display. Uh-huh. And of course, we're talking about, you know, like design things, aesthetic preferences. So if you don't care about that, then that's fine. Um, but otherwise, the, the issue that I think a lot of us have with the notch is not that it exists, but more the fact that how much of the screen it takes up for how little hardware is in there. Yeah. Um, it's really just two front-facing cameras, your uh, earpiece, like your earpiece speaker, and then, of course, the proximity Oof, I sensor. I do not like it. Yeah. So the the issue is, like I said, it's not that it exists so much as it's kind of unjustified um, because there's not, I mean, there's not really much inside of it that requires it to be that deep especially if you look at the og notch on the iphone 10 which has like seven goddamn cameras and sensors in there uh, and this one has like three and it's deeper so that's kind of like strange and then uh google the official at made by google twitter account thanks for the sub decided to uh tweet out and say that they would allow you to and this is like i think this is just worse yes but, um, it is yeah, they said that they would allow, and people, well, I keep backtracking, people wanted to do this with the iPhone 10 at first, um, but they said that in the software built in, you would be able to basically add a black bar to the top of the display, so like the notch kind of disappears, because it's an OLED display, so uh, black pixels are just like off, um, so you can basically make it vanish, but the reason I say that it's worse is because at that point, you're not utilizing that screen real estate anyway, so I feel like you could make the argument for just not having put it, th- just, like, make the whole thing solid. Don't make yeah. a notch. Yeah. And that's where I'm just, like, I don't... After, like I said, after the iPhone 7 meme, uh, when Apple's, like, courage, herp derp, and we're going to take away the headphone jack, and then Google's, like, ha you guys don't have a headphone jack, and then took away the headphone jack, and then everyone was, like, making fun of the notch, and now Google makes... It's, like... I don't understand because they're like it's almost like they're copying these ideas but they're not doing it well uh-huh. so it's just like I, I don't think anyone it was like asking for the new pixel to have a notch I don't think anyone been upset if they you know made the top of it just like a normal bezel mm-hmm. uh, especially considering it wouldn't need to be nearly as thick because you would be able to spread those sensors out yeah um, so yeah I don't know all in all I feel like that was a bad call which is weird. Um, I do, strangely enough, think that the Pixel 3 uh, looks just fine. It does have your normal... uh, I mean, it it has... I'm not, like, opposed to bezels. Uh, It does have, like, your normal... It basically looks like the Pixel 2. Yeah. Um, But solid, you know, solid build quality, great-looking device. The Pixel 3 XL notch is kind of absurd. Yeah. And then there's, like, oh, you can just make it turn black. It's, like, so you mean waste that part of the screen that you put on there for what reason again? I don't know. So, yeah. Uh, Also, if you were thinking that you were going to be able to harken back to the Nexus days, like I dream about every night, um, the Pixel 3 and Pixel 3 XL are upping their price to stick with the trend and are, if I remember correctly, the most expensive, like, google dev devices that have ever been made Mm. um so far 
and uh, unfortunately they don't keep up with the same storage capacities but you're looking at the Pixel 3 starting at 800 and the Pixel 3 XL starting at 900 and both of those will give you 64 gigabytes of storage um, so yeah granted you compare it to um, other flagships like the uh, Note or sorry the uh, Samsung Galaxy S9 S9 Plus and Note as well as the iPhone 10s and um, you're looking about the same price range so it's not like it's absurd but um, it's just really showing Google getting away from their, their roots with the dev devices because now it's kind of just like oh we just like half-ass copy this other thing give us money mm, so wait <laughs> so they upped the price you said what was it? it was 800 or 900 yes so what am I getting for that extra 150 uh, what, with the larger storage option or no like so are they really saying that the pixel 3 is such a better phone than the pixel 2 that it deserves to start 150 dollars oh you more meant expensive? that price disparity yes. um yeah I, if you ask me i don't think that they are i don't think <laughs> that it is but There's, oh so it's just inflation is what they're yeah. calling it thanks Obama. Oh, shit. yeah um. thanks. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. And uh, so I have a link in the description to a article on The Verge showing uh, this year's flagships. Of course, this does not include the uh, Pixel 2 in this comparison. Um, but of course, you could pull that right up as well. And if you look down the list of specs, they're re it's really not, <laughs> really not that much has changed. As well as if you look at uh, this comparison. So you've got the Pixels, the iPhones, and the Samsung uh, Galaxy series. And the interesting part about looking at this chart is how boring smartphones are, kind of. Because uh -huh. it's like, if you compare, you know, of course the fanboy wars uh, on Twitter rage on. But if you look at, uh, you know, the Google Pixels, as well as the iPhones, as well as the Galaxies, and just kind of skim this spec sheet, they're almost the same. You know, if you're looking at cameras, we're all looking at 12 megapixel cameras, 7 and 8s on the fronts, uh, IP68 ratings, you know, it, I don't know. For people to be, like, so heated over, uh, you know, this debate, it's kind of weird because they're kind of all the same. As well as, like, I think, interestingly enough, uh, Google going with the Snapdragon 845 in the Pixels, which is mm -hmm. cool because that's the same processor that's in the Galaxies. So, if you wanted that fast processor but did not want a Samsung, you got it. So, I am looking up... Uh... Oh, wait. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> you know how we I'm do our research. Reading, yeah, reading on the spot. You know how it is. All right. So, I'm looking up at a Verge article to at the, the, like, the differences between the, uh, the, the Pixel 3 and the Pixel 2, just to uh -huh. see, like, you know, maybe what's the, uh, I'm going to put the link to you, too. But, okay. uh, you know, like, maybe is it justified? So, they first off, they say it's got, and they're not saying one way or the other. They're just listing it off. And then at the right. end, it's like, you decide. Blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And so I'm looking at it. It's just, like, it's got a bigger screen. All right. Yeah. Uh, okay, I guess. Uh, they've got a, uh, a slightly better rear camera. Uh, which is it's not I mean, e I mean that's fine but I mean I a lot of it is they even acknowledge like a lot of it is the software which is gonna be yeah. added 
to the Pixel 2 anyways. Exactly. And I think the strangest part about... I think Triggered and I don't even have a Pixel 2. <laughs> yeah. I think the strangest part about um, Google doing the rear camera this year on the Pixel 3 and sticking with a single camera, I know they pulled that controversial move. Um, they've been pulling that controversial move with the Pixel on. And, uh, you know, we're kind of just like, yeah, we'll just, you know, it, we're... Uh, certain that the camera is good enough and it doesn't need to have a dual camera setup and it's like yeah. that's fine um but again here we are uh, with the pixel 3 in 2018 and we still have a single rear camera and i'm not really concerned about um, image quality because i think that's a moot point with smartphone cameras nowadays but just looking at the hardware you're lacking features uh like for ar and for things that you do need two cameras for uh -huh. uh, in order for like your phone or in order for the device to be able to like interpolate depth yeah. um and you can't do things like that because they just didn't put another one back there mm -hmm. so it's like it's fine you know if you're looking at it for image quality sure i don't think it matters I, i'm sure it's fine but if you're looking at it from a hardware standpoint it's like you're kind of just like slacking you just yeah. didn't put something on here well, speaking of slacking, I'm going to get to that in a second, but they also have, they added a second camera in the front. Mm -hmm. I guess it, like, adds a little bit. $150, though? Um, yeah. <laughs> they have, they finally, this is what I was slacking on, they finally made it so that you can wireless, wireless, uh, had wireless charging. Yeah. Which, holy shit, it's 2018, how have you not added that yet? Yeah, no, the crazy part is, with the Nexus line, they had it. And yeah. then they took I'm, out for the Pixel, and then now they're basically trying to pull an Apple and be like, it's a feature. Right, <laughs> it's, like, I'm bamboozled no, by it. you took it away. Like, they, they now have it in 2018, and it's just like, yo, guys, that was, that was you had that a long time ago. Yeah. No, um, I think the, this is, granted, it's me getting triggered because I love Android, and I love Google dev devices, but it's just like, this is how you know you're fucking up, is when there hasn't been an iPhone with native wireless charging until last year's uh, set of iPhones, which uh -huh. means at the time, the current flagships between Google dev devices and iPhones, the iPhone had wireless charging when the Google dev device did not. Yeah. So, so they also, also <laughs> they were like, oh, it has a bigger battery. Uh, just barely. By, yeah, by like yeah, 200 milliamp hours. So nothing. That's nothing. Literally, that's what, like, fucking an extra five minutes to watch porn on your fucking Pixel yeah. 3. Uh, yeah, nothing. Intimacy. So I'm looking at all these things. They, obviously, the LTE bands don't fucking matter. And then the yeah. security chip, eh, it's not worth $150. So what am I paying extra for? I don't get it, dude. Nothing. I do <laughs> not get it. $150 ain't no fucking, that ain't no fucking, that is not a, like, so the difference between like the Pixel 2 XL and the Pixel 3 XL is only $50. Okay, <laughs> you know. You're you're pulling my balls on that one, but I don't know. You added a couple new things. It sure is yeah. fucking a dick move. But fucking the difference between the the regular versions, the base yeah. models. What are you even? What am I paying for? I'm literally yeah. paying for nothing. Fuck you, Google. You hear it here first. I feel like I can I can get I could convince the fifty dollar argument. Yeah, I could uh you know, I could make myself sleep <laughs> the night over fifty dollars. Yeah. But the you know, hundred fifty. You're already ringing me out for fucking nine hundred dollars. Where, uh, your fucking phone ain't. You just trigger me on how much phones are. But yeah, well, see that that's sure, not the jerk part me off that, before. Fucking, <laughs> that's you not slap the me part on the that, ass. that triggers me so much as Google. Okay, I don't have a problem with Google making these dev devices nine hundred dollars. Um, 
and especially if they're trying to market it as a flagship that's not the problem the problem is you're slacking on the hardware you can't try and sell your phone for nine hundred dollars and be like okay well the iphone is nine hundred dollars and the samsung is nine hundred dollars but you don't put two cameras on the back dog Mm -hmm. you know these other phones have this hardware that yours is lacking so you can't like charge as much even if you're like oh well you know it's just as fast etc that's fine but when you're buying these devices i realize some people don't understand that most software can just be modified so in my opinion when you're buying these devices you should be looking at what the hardware that you're paying for is like what you're Mm -hmm. getting not caring about software stuff (laughs) so it's just like you're not even sticking two cameras on the back and you know these other flagships have that and you're just like no but it should be the same right it's like no 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 i don't know well, we didn't <sighs> talk about some of the other features that they're adding in the software, or just, yeah, you're just like buddy. so apathetic, you just don't care. Well, <laughs> I do like the I do like Google Duplex. So we talked uh, about this in a past episode, I think. Yeah, I think so, so. We talked about Google Duplex, where it's a your Google Assistant will be able to like um, make like re- reservations and like call to check if um, something's open on hol- like holiday hours and like mm-hmm. make appointments for you. I don't know, that's kind of cool, but I feel like I don't trust the robots. Well, it's not that I don't trust the robots. I think the uh, the AI behind Duplex is really cool. Um, but it seems like uh, right now they're really pointing it towards its ability to like screen calls for you. Uh-huh. And that's the part that I don't think is worth caring about i think the ability for it to do um you know like make a reservation for you or like you know i don't know call up a place and be like oh you guys open do you have a spot right now like for you i don't know get a haircut or something like that's Uh cool um but the the screening incoming calls and i think people are kind of making a little bit too much hype over it because i like native functionality over third-party functionality but there's apps that have been able to do this for like years yeah. I don't know of apps that can call and make a reservation for you. Like, that's actually bringing something new to the table. Yeah. Um, having the, you know, the call screening built in, like, natively, that's cool, but it's really not that much of a hassle to just download an app that can yeah. also do that. So, mm, yeah, we'll see how that uh, that pans out. I really do think the, the premise of the AI, especially, like I said, like being able to make calls for you, that's sweet. Yeah. Um. But in the one thing that Google did do right this year, um, they announced the Pixel Slate, uh, which is going to be the first, as far as I understand, uh, Chrome OS tablet. There's so many like OS letters in this. Mm. So the Pixel Slate uh, is going to be running Chrome OS. And if you've been following kind of like Google's software background, um, I think this is the tablet that everyone who has ever owned an android tablet has been waiting for because i've owned an android tablet as well as a chrome os touchscreen device and um chrome os is a lot more functional than android as well as uh just i don't know it's a a better feeling operating system so a couple of years ago they were talking about adding android apps to chrome os being able to run android apps in chrome os and um, i actually was able to test that and it wasn't it wasn't bad uh, but the problem where Chrome OS, Chrome OS falls apart is it's like abil- it, it's trying to be too intermediary between like Linux and an actual operating. <laughs> I don't want to say an actual operating system, but Linux and like a I don't know Windows or something like that. And it doesn't do a good job at either one. It's kind of waffling in between. And Android on tablets was bad because it's Android on tablets. Um, 
So looking at the pixel slate, it looks like they might have gotten their shit together for once and did things right. Um, overall, looking at the specs for it, you're looking at a pretty big screen, 12.3 inches. Uh, you got different Intel uh, generation options for your uh, processors, so not working with like uh, mobile processors. Um, good amounts of RAM, unfortunately, terrible storage options, good battery, and um, all the other normal stuff they did unfortunately put a camera on it, so I guess tell your mom so she can take pictures with a tablet. <laughs> um, tell your mom so she can Skype you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the front-facing well, one... Yeah, front-facing front on a tablet, I understand, for, like, video chatting. But rear-facing, it's like, come on, dog. Like, who is just walking... I mean, especially with a tablet that's larger Ooh, like this. I'm gonna be honest with you. No. <sighs> my dad does that, and... Oh, like, yeah. And I know my grandma does that. Yeah, no, no, no. That's why I was saying, tell your mom that it has it. Yeah. So that, because I feel like people that of that generation do that. Yeah. But, I mean, like... If you're if you're making this is a new device, you know, going forward, so I feel yeah. like it's not necessary. But yeah. sure, I guess I can't complain about them not putting cameras, and then complain about them putting cameras. I got to pick one. So, so there also is no <laughs> headphone jack, which I know is which, 2018, so you should stop. People should stop complaining about it. Apparently, yeah. it's what we're being told. But also, I don't know. I hate this argument that just like, well, everybody has like Bluetooth headphones, so like right. you know, that's not true though. I, I agree with you. I, I don't like that argument. Yeah. So um, like, well, everybody has Bluetooth headphones. That's not true. Not everybody has them. The argument that I do care for, and not with phones, um, but specifically with tablets, especially tablets when you're looking at like the Microsoft Surface and the iPad Pro and then now the Pixel Slate that are supposed to be kind of like, I don't know, productivity devices, really. Um, I don't... <laughs> What is the use case in which you're plugging headphones into your tablet anyway? Also, it's also, not really just... like a good enough device to be like I don't know, actually consume. You know, if you're watching a movie or something on it, you would play it out of the speakers. I would think. Oh, absolutely not. No. Well, like, I'm not saying what I would do. I'm saying what normies would do. Because uh, I wouldn't no, watch a movie you're... on it in the first place. <laughs> well, no. What if you're? I, I'm thinking about me. If I was <laughs> using it, I'm probably. I don't know if I, I'm not using it at home because I would be on my computer. Okay. But so I'm thinking of an example of when I would use it. So out at like an airport or out okay. you're like at like outside somewhere out doing something and right. something like that. You're not going to like, I don't know. I feel like you have to have serious um, social lacking, lacking. You have to be lacking so some severe I can't. I wanted to say it. I'm just gonna say what I was gonna say because I'm slipping all over the words. You have to be pretty autistic to be fucking out in public in like an airport, just blasting music out of your like phone or your like iPad or whatever. Yeah, in public. Yeah, you have to, and that's not right. You have to just have. Well, that is sort of right. You have to just like have a hundred percent no blatant disregard for any other anyone else's like concerns. Well, see. I agree with you. I was talking about like watching a movie. If you're like, I don't know, watching it in the living room on the coffee table or something. Absolutely um, disgusting. Who does that? <laughs> I, normies do. I assume. <laughs> well, here's the other thing. So I'm also just to for the record, I am a hundred percent on your side. I agree. Um, but the other meme is, and I know people don't like the fucking oh now you have to use it whatever. Um, it does have two USB C ports, so you can um, use the little thing that it comes with. You know, 
USB-C yeah. to a regular headphone deck. So it's not impo- it's not like they got rid of it fully. Yeah. Like it's not impossible and you're like so, forced to use Bluetooth. You can I've, still do it. It just doesn't have a regular 3.5. So I've never actually owned a tablet. So mm-hmm. is this just like this is I'm I'm assuming this is so the base model is $600. Is that like is that the normal price for tablets nowadays? Um so that's the next thing that I was going to talk about. Okay. Is that um the pricing structure is all kinds of jacked up, in my personal opinion. Well, first um, of all, like right off the bat, the most expensive one is sixteen hundred dollars. Why yeah. am I paying? Why am I paying four like four digits for mm-hmm. a tablet? Well, I'm not. I don't agree. But um, I don't agree with paying it. I mean, I agree with you. But yeah. I do understand where that like mentality does come from, and I feel like it's uh, Microsoft really who started that with the Surface. Because when they were first pushing the Surface, they weren't trying to market it as a tablet. They were trying to market it as a f- like a fully capable laptop, but it uh-huh. just can come off of the keyboard. Okay. So it wasn't supposed to be like a tablet, really. That first yeah. point of it was that it, this is a full computer. And yeah. because of that, Microsoft sold the Surface for like full laptop prices. Right. And I think that's what has caused, uh, in this per- particular example, the Pixel Slate, who's trying to be like, you know, okay, well, this is also a full computer, and that's why they think they can justify that same high price point. I mean, like I said, you are actually getting non-mobile processors. Like, you're getting an 8th-gen uh, Intel Core i5, depending on if you configure it that way. Um, so it's not like you're getting, you know, like a Snapdragon cell phone processor. So it, they are moving towards it being an actual computer but i think the the biggest issue uh with their pricing structure is um you were saying the cheapest one is what 6.99 yeah or, or 5.99 yeah 5.99 okay so here's where i feel like the issue is of course with google and their dev devices they've always been on this meme of like you don't need an sd card sure i don't think anyone agrees with that but um they do the whole oh you get unlimited cloud storage when you buy a chromebook device or a pixel device or whatever so I've owned a Chromebook before, and it did have a SD card slot. And uh-huh. that is much more, I don't know, it's much better than using cloud storage all the time. Because flash media storage can be had for so cheaply nowadays. You can put, like, a good size SD card in there for, like, 30 bucks and get, like, 128 gigs. And now uh-huh. you've bumped your storage up by a lot. Um, but so with the base model, $600, you get 32 gigs of storage and you don't okay so sure you don't get the keyboard that doesn't come with it you have to purchase that separately you also don't get the stylus you have to purchase that separately yeah i think at the 32 gig of storage point you can say you're okay so you're getting an intel uh seller on but 600 dollars, and i'm not like an apple shill but you can buy an ipad like the regular base model ipad for like 329 or something yeah. like that and it's just like, I don't really feel like at that low configuration for the Pixel Slate, you're going to get that much more functionality out of that than you would for the 329 iPad. Yeah. You know, if you're looking at the $1,000 model, sure. You're you're now looking at actually getting a Core i5, 8 gigs of RAM, 128 gig SSD. That's different. Now you're not comparing that to a 329 iPad. But the 599 one is like a dumpster like 32 gigs of storage no sd card you can't expand it's like what are you doing 
Hmm. Yeah, I, hate, I don't know. I hate Apple's website. I was trying to find the cost of like an iPad, like the current iPad. I think the cheapest one is three twenty nine. Two thirty nine. Um, like I was looking at like brand new. There's one that has yeah. that's like three ninety nine. Oh, but that's an iPad Mini though. But still. Yeah, the iPad Mini is a dumpster. Oh wait, hold on. No, no, no. I see the three twenty nine one. Yeah. Yeah, that's the regular nine point seven inch iPad, which now does support the uh, Apple Pencil. Mm, Okay. So you don't have to have the Pro model. That's why I'm saying the pricing structure for this is jacked up because you don't yeah. have to have the Pro model anymore to use the Apple Pencil. Now, of course, in both cases, you do have to purchase the stylus separately. That's fine. All the companies do that. Yeah. But if you buy an Apple Pencil for a hundred and you're at three twenty nine for the tablet, you're at four twenty nine for the tablet and stylus. Whereas with the Pixel Slate, you haven't even bought the base model yet. So let me <laughs> let me ask you right there too. So the the Pixel pen which is with the same as the uh, apple stylus mm-hmm. uh why are they a hundred dollars uh, that's another that's thing that so is wrong much. with the google one um the pixel book pen does not have as much functionality as the apple pencil does uh, which okay. is another reason that i disagree with it being a hundred dollars it really They're feels just... like they were just like oh well the other ones because yeah. like microsoft uh, the the surface stylus thingy whatever it's called i don't know um, that one's also expensive, but yeah. so I feel like, and that's what I'm saying. Like since the iPhone Seven, Google hasn't. It's like they had stopped trying, and they're just like, oh, we'll just do what they do, and like say it costs the same amount, and people will buy it. Mm. It's like you're not, but this is not bringing anything to the table. Like I think that the Apple Pencil is overpriced, but the amount of functionality that it brings to the table at the $100 price point is far more than the amount that the Pixel Book Pen brings. So it's like, yeah. If the Apple Pencil is 100 overpriced, yours is, like, grossly overpriced. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I like the idea of the Pixel Slate because of how bad Android tablets are um, and because of bringing Chrome OS to a tablet form factor. I think it's great, but I think the pricing structure is jacked all the way up. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us on an episode of We Complain yeah. About Prices of yeah. New Technology. <laughs> Yeah, um, so let's just go ahead and bring the last boy in the big three in, dunk on him too, Microsoft. Um, if you're running Windows 10, you might not want to be. Or actually, uh, you might sure. want to make sure that you've got a group policy. Stopping your automatic Windows 10 updates because our good, good boys decided to push a Windows 10 update. Uh, I believe it's version, what, 1809? Something like that. Um, that apparently has just been deleting people's files. Like, they update their computer and it deleted files from them nice, so that's nice. fun i like it i like it yeah um i have always advocated for um uh, changing your settings and changing it to a group policy that will not allow any uh installs to like updates to install by themselves you have to manually do all of them and it's for this exact reason that way you can find out what's jacked up and not install it and wait until they fix it yeah. So, um, unfortunately, they have been giving out a few recommendations if you have lost some of your files. Um, some of them go into technical depth as to potential ways to retrieve them. And some of them are so bad that um, an actual Microsoft rep uh, told someone to restart their computer three to five times to see if the files come back. And I don't think that's how that works. But... <laughs> I don't know. Um, well, let's jump into our goofs and gas segment. Yeah, buddy. Uh, <laughs> this first one is a great one. I, I 
Love it too. You do it. You do the honors. Okay, so everyone's favorite street art boy, Banksy, um, was, well, I guess he wasn't selling it, but uh, there was a Banksy by Sotheby's. I think that's how you say that. Um, we don't have any French <laughs> listeners anyway. Um, it was being sold at auction on October 5th of this year. And um, I want to get into the conspiracy already, but uh, so basically. The work was hanging on the wall, and um, they <laughs> and the, the writing auction. was on the wall. No. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they did the auction. Um, it sold at one point four million dollars, and as the final gavel bang hit, I guess um, the painting decided to start making some strange noises. And then when everyone looked over, the painting was pulling itself out of the bottom of the frame that it's in, and as it was passing through, it was shredding itself. Um, yes. So that happened, and of course a lot of people gasped and uh, freaked out and stuff, and um, uh, yeah, the auctioneer said, I think we just got banksied. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, now let's hop into the conspiracy. This is BS. <laughs> <laughs> Not the fact that it happened. Um, like, the painting actually did for real get shredded, um, uh-huh. but... I don't know. I don't believe in this being so serendipitous. There is a a lot of strange factors that come into play. Uh, The main one, in my opinion, is that the painting is hung on the wall while being auctioned off. And usually they're like set on a, you know, the piece that's being auctioned is set on like a platform, like a pedestal where everyone can see it. Um, So Banksy uploaded a video onto his Instagram um, when this happened. Uh, and had recording which is another weird thing uh about the situation yeah um but uh he explained that when he first uh framed that painting he built a shredder into the frame in case it were to ever be auctioned off Um, sorry i was looking at watching this instagram video and he's wearing like a hooded sweatshirt but he also like put a bar over his face just in case yeah like you can't even see his face but like just in case there was anything he like put a bar yeah yeah um so the first issue of many is that um before this piece was auctioned off it was owned by someone which is strange that someone would own this like this physical frame and not know that there was like a shred inside of it um it's also it looks conspicuous because of how thick the frame is it's very large for uh yeah you know just there being a painting inside of it as well as the fact that yeah, he's just like, okay, so a few years ago I put this together so that if it ever got auctioned, sure. So how is this thing powered? Because if it has batteries yeah. in it and someone owned it, it, the batteries are dead. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I don't know. There's, like, a lot of sketchy stuff Um. that makes me feel like Sophie's, like, knew about this. Uh, yeah. Like I said, the fact that it was mounted on the wall instead of uh, put on a pedestal or, like, a, a platform so that everyone could see it um which would explain how it's getting power uh and then the fact that it begins shredding like immediately after the last gavel bang yeah like yeah. right after he hits it and it's sold then the painting begins to shred and then if you watch the video uh, that i'll put a link in the description there's a guy standing next to the painting who like does not fit in with everyone and it looks <laughs> like i don't know i'm not like it's not that there was like a crime committed per se uh because whoever bought that for 1.4 million dollars uh actually pretty much doubled the value of the painting after it shredded so uh-huh. it's not like that i'm saying that guy's like a criminal or something but he just doesn't fit so uh-huh. it's weird as to why he would be there right there 
at this time. I don't know. Mm. It's some some strange stuff. I'll wait for Shane Dawson to make it. Um, <laughs> I got that. him. Go <laughs> check out this. I just added uh, fresh off the memes. So <laughs> this uh, apparently there's like Banksy memes. Oh yeah. So uh, check some check some of them uh, out. They're pretty funny. I like this one. That's like um, a McDonald's fries upside mm-hmm. down, and it's getting shredded. And then the like what's coming out are the fries. Yeah, and the comment buddy. is going once, going fries, gone. <laughs> Stupid. Got him. <laughs> um, I also like the other Banksy memes that have come out of this, and it's not as funny. Well, I guess it's funny if you like to laugh at stupid people. Um, that's that a lot of people who own other Banksy pieces after oh, yeah. hearing the news of yes. this happening have been inquiring with art appraisers as to whether or not shredding their pieces will also increase the value. With I saw that person. when I was looking, looking yeah. it up because it was just like, do not shred your Banksy. Uh-huh. It will only be worth one euro. It's like, yeah. All uh, right. Unfortunately, one person did go as far as to post a picture after they had already shredded it um uh-huh. and granted i mean it's the internet i guess it could be fake or something but um yeah no they made a mistake <laughs> mm, yeah they goofed up pretty yeah. hard obviously the and i mean according to what they're just supposed to be it's supposed to actually be one of the prints so if it's not faked or anything then they goofed it because of course what raised the value of that one in the frame was the fact that it was like a performance piece i guess if you will yeah um not the fact that it was shredded that has nothing to do with it uh so much as the fact that the the performance like the art happened in front of everyone so right. like just taking your painting that you already have and shredding it didn't make that happen in front of anyone you're just an idiot yeah <laughs> So, God, I love the internet. Oh, man. Well, I do, too, because it gives us great, great videos like this one. Check this one out from a couple weeks ago. Yep. Uh, it is a short video, but it is a great video. <laughs> and it is uh, on, a like, I'd say, probably assume, like, a GoPro or something like that mm-hmm. of these uh, kayakers in Australia. And they were just out there, you know, yakking, ar- yakking around, as you <laughs> do, on a kayak. And there were some seals in the, wa- in the water that day. And I guess uh, one of the seals wanted to get in on the goof, so he yeah. took an octopus and came up and slapped the shit <laughs> out of the kayaker. <laughs> he he slapped that bad boy. Yeah, he gives him a, a good wallop. <laughs> he gives him a good one too. Yeah, it is. I think the well, first of all, it's hilarious. But what I'm more curious about is what was the actual like intention? What was the seal trying to do? I don't know, goofing? I don't know. Playing? I don't I'm know. I'm wondering if he was, like, trying to eat the octopus. I don't know. Do seals eat octopus? Um, I bet they would They would if they could. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. It's kind of weird. But, yeah, it is overall pretty hilarious. Yeah. Um, and so is this last story. one. Yeah, buddy. This last goof is pretty funny, too. So, uh, you know, we like to stay up on our sports ball trivia. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> I actually uh, feel like if this was a sports trivia question, I would remember this. Yeah, I would too. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, every once in a while, there's something that happens in the football, American football, mm-hmm. that uh, actually makes me stop and t- pay attention. And this week, it was because the, the Cleveland Browns made a touchdown. Got them. Cleveland em. Browns. Ooh. That's a good uh, I'm not a That's pretty good. That's, that's pretty good. <laughs> uh, but it's 
because of what happened after the touchdown, they did a touchdown dance as the uh, the footballers are to do. <laughs> and they did the fusion dance <laughs> from Dragon Ball Z. Yes, that's right. It's the amazing. fusion ha. That's the one. <laughs> And, and it, it is, is pretty funny. Yeah, it's not only pretty funny, but it's like made me consider for about five minutes whether or not it was worth it for me to start watching football in case this happens again. It's also like they did a pretty good job. So like, yeah. I, weirdly enough, I watch. There's like a like like almost a deep dive on this. Yeah, there was like a, a video. behind the scenes. Yeah, behind the memes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there was like a video, a video of them like planning it, and they're mm-hmm. just like. Yo, this is all we they we've got it down to a T, but uh, the only thing that we have to do is uh, we, we have to score a touchdown. Mm-hmm. That's the hard part. <laughs> got him. <laughs> and they did it. <laughs> they did score a touchdown, and yeah. they did the fusion dance. And in a strange turn of events that no one expected, <laughs> they actually scored. Uh, oh man, I think it's more hilarious because of the. I mean, obviously, uh, it's from Dragon Ball Z, but how like. That's a, kind of a deep reference. I feel yeah. like that's not something you would expect a footballer to know. A yeah, football player a footballer. Yeah. So I think that's also the hilarious part. But yeah, no, like you were saying, they nailed it. Yeah. Um, I did, after that five-minute period, decide to not watch football. Yeah. Uh, well, I figured if it happened this time and they made a gif, so we'll see it again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But instead of watching football, if you want to listen to more episodes of our podcast, you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, CastBox, Spotify, and wherever fine podcasts are sold. Um, Go ahead and hop on the old iTunes, uh, drop us a like, comment, rating, subscribe, whatever they do on there, as well as the Google Play um, and any other platform uh, that I probably won't see the comments for. Um, <laughs> go ahead and uh, take your friend's phone, subscribe. Um, who was it that said that? I think it was The Verge. Yeah, we're coming for you. Um, yeah. Take, take your friend's phone, uh, hop on their iTunes, subscribe. Hop on their Google Play and subscribe. And um, if you want to get some of our good, good website goodness, maybe your, fr- your friend doesn't have a phone that they can subscribe on, go ahead and take their computer and go to lastweekontheinternet.com. And lucky for them, all of our episodes are archived there. Yes, that's true. All you have to do is get some duct tape, uh, a little bit of rope, just tie them down. Yeah. I don't know why I said the duct tape, because yeah. I was going to say duct tape their eyes open, but we are an auditory <laughs> platform. We are an audio-only medium. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, the eye thing is optional. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know what? You don't have to duct tape their eyes open, but I still recommend it. Yeah. Um, if they can't navigate a website very well and they're a normie and they only know how to use the social medias, we do have a Twitter account where all of our episodes are listed chronologically. That's at Last Week Podcast on Twitter. We track the hashtag LWOTI if you want to give us a shout out about anything. Uh, if you hate me specifically, you can find me on Twitter at hobby underscore grade and I track the hashtag front roll. Oh man, we um, haven't had a we haven't had a tweet in a while about yeah. something other than just a podcast posting. Yeah, buddy, and those are automated. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you don't don't spill our secrets. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we have an email address last week on the internet dot 
or at gmail.com. Uh, we also have don't a email Patreon. Us. Yeah, don't do that. But um, we also have a Patreon in case you decide that you don't like money very much and you would rather give it to us. <laughs> um, and that can be found at lastweekontheinternet.com slash Patreon. I want to give a shout out to our current patrons holding it down for the last week nation, Brandon and Lawrence. Stay strong, making fiscally irresponsible decisions. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But I think that's all of our social stuff. This has been episode 84 of I'm Triggered by Google. And we'll (laughs) catch you next week.